Welcome to Educating Susie, a podcast where I quite frankly will be indulging in my own curiosities about a variety of topics. Hopefully as I learn, you will be learning along with me. Topic 2, Episode 6 on the refugee crisis in East Africa. Today's episode, you will be hearing from Violet. Violet was one of the older refugees that came to speak to us. She gave a very moving account of her journey as a refugee. Her journey took her from Goma, Uganda, and then finally to Kenya. This episode contains an account of graphic violence, which some listeners might find distressing. Therefore, it might not be suitable for younger ears. interesting about Violet and why we've chosen to tell her story as a standalone was that she was not only one of the older refugees I think that's fair to say isn't it? I think it is although when we speak about age really she's only probably in her 40s no older than that they were all incredibly young to have seen such trauma. It's crazy you say that because my instant um, reaction was, I swear she was older than 40, because she does. She gives that... um, She's just been through so much that you're about to hear um, that it just has aged her. She she was very... um, I think the word you've used before to describe her when we've spoken is still and very calm and collected. And she describes this three-month journey of horror but she's, it's almost that she's numb to it. And actually, if you want to hear and understand the root of a journey that some of these refugees are making, hers is a very good story to listen to. My name is Furaha Violet. The rebels attacked our village on 1st of June last year. It's when we heard them coming, they were screaming, they had the machetes and so many other killing tools that they could use to eliminate us. So they broke into our village and started killing everybody. I was cooking in my kitchen. So when I heard the noise, I, because it was unusual, because they used to come more often, I got outside to go and see what was happening. Then I saw the crowd. They were already on... The, I just was ambushed by them when I was trying to go and find out what was happening outside. Then they, I was caught by them. So I, I, when I saw they were already in front of me, I went back in the house and hid in the kitchen. They, they came in my in the house, but unfortunately they caught my husband and killed him immediately. And my all children who were in the house, they were killed. But myself, I was hidden in the kitchen. That's how I survived. They took everything they could be able to carry from the house. We even had some cattle outside the house. They just took all of them. And then I remained there to make sure the village is, is cool before I, I look on my way out. 
byagiye no bashakishije ngo nange babone koko barabonye umugabo n'abana binjira bashakisha hose I used the back door to escape because they were starting searching all corners of the house to see whether they can find me after killing my husband and my children they of course they knew that I was still there so they were trying to search for me all over the corner of the house nakomeje kwiruka nka nyine mpita naraye mu ishamba I slept in a bush just behind my house but unfortunately, I could not be able to, to be safe. After I left my house, I was caught by them again, then they took me with them. They are commander asked not to kill me, so that they may take me to him and I became their wife. I became the wife of the commander. They were coming. He was bringing their friends to come and sleep with me. I was uh, even sleep with him without. Of course, I had. I was being beaten up for me to sleep with them. Then after then, I saw one of the old men who was there. I approached him and asked him to kindly have a way of helping me escape because the life I was living him was a hell. I was able to, to get the guy's attention. He helped me to escape from that place and show me how I can make it to the main road. So I did so from the where I were in the forest to go and look for the main road. And then from there I got a truck. I asked them to give me a lift to take me to a safer place. I went to Goma. Then from Goma, I met one of the good Samaritans who really came to my rescue and they helped me with clothing and some food. They even will help me to heal some wounds that I had because those people have really destroyed my systems. And then uh, they, they also helped me to get find a way of getting out of the, 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 the town of Goma because I wasn't safe even there. So they helped me to cross to the neighboring country of Goma, of Congo, to Uganda. Then from Uganda, I continued the journey until I arrived here. My journey was so long, I cannot even express to you. I worked a lot. I went through a lot of terrible things on my way to be able to make it to this country. But I thank God I'm here, and uh, that is a short of my story. My journey was for three months until I arrived at the Kenyan border, mostly walking. Other places I could get some lift, but I was really walking a long distance. So that's my journey was like that way until I arrived in Nairobi town. When I arrived in Nairobi, I met some of the people who were speaking my mother tongue. Then I approached them and I asked them, uh, I told them about myself, the ones who helped me to bring me to the community where my fellow refugees are. Uh, the refugee approached me, they hosted me for a while. After then, they took me to Save World Trust organization. Then from Save World Trust is when they gave me rice. Then uh, I started life like that. 
Yeah, and then after I went to say who I trust, I later on went to for registration. After registration, they didn't allow me to have a document that allows me to stay in Nairobi. I was also sent to go and live in the camp, which I think was not better for my health because I have a serious problem that needs to be treated in Nairobi. That's how my life is here. It's not long ago that this happened to you. Are you getting the counselling and support you need? Yeah, yes, we 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 getting some counselling, but sometimes, like several churches have been giving me counselling, and some churches have been giving me counselling, and then, uh, but the problem is like sometimes going through counselling with hunger, you don't you don't, you seem not to understand what the counsel is telling you. That is why, but at least they are helping the way they can. I'm the only person who was remaining in my family. Everyone who was killed, I'm the only person as you see me here. The only family I have is this our organization that was formed by refugees themselves. We are really trying to, to want you people to come and support them and make them be able to help us more compared to how they are currently helping us. If you've been affected by today's episode and you'd like to donate to the organisation, you can find more details at kinsujiaid.org. You can also follow them on Instagram. Instagram.